Hey, 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 everyone. How are you doing today? It is E-Motion Monday. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome those that are tuning in. I am a little late today. I usually start at six o'clock on Mondays. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And um, also I want to welcome my podcast listeners to... Songs of My Emotions, Emotion Monday. <laughs> um, and just to give you guys my uh, little disclaimer, hello. Um, my little disclaimer, uh, Emotion Monday, if you've been watching me for a while, you should know that E stands for electronic motion is movement. Mondays are usually um, kind of hard coming off of a weekend. So this is a little push. This is a little maybe confirmation. God may be very well speaking to you about tonight's topic about Eve. We're continuing on the series for um, there is something about Eve. And tonight we're going to speak about Eve and the enemy. We're going to teach about Eve and the enemy. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but I just feel like the enemy guns after <laughs> the woman. And there is a perfect reason why. So again, I'm thankful for my podcast listeners, and this will upload very soon after I am done with the live. Um, thank you so much for pushing play week after week, listening, subscribing, liking, sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm just so honored and so appreciative that God gives me something to give you guys to, you know, give you some um, knowledge and wisdom on. And I know y'all looking at me like, hey, what is your hair like every week? Now you got a wig on, you know, then you had natural short hair, <laughs> whatever I feel like doing. All right. <laughs> so welcome. And I'm just not going to prolong it. And you guys know the hashtag, um, let the healing begin. So we're just going to go ahead and begin. Let me go ahead and drop these Jesus nuggets. They are hot and fresh. And when I mean fresh, I mean fresh because listen, y'all pray for me about, you know, just making sure that I just write things ahead of time. I'm such a procrastinator and I'm trying to really break that spirit of procrastination off, <laughs> off of my life. Listen, um, I wrote this blog. It was on my heart. But I just have a thing with just getting things right down. And then when I get in the groove, it just flows. I just wish I would get ahead of it earlier. That's all. So anyways, let's just go ahead and get started. So Eve and the enemy, y'all. Sometimes what is standing between us as women and purpose are the whispers of the enemy. How many of you in this season just feel like the, the enemy's just been in your ear? constantly, continually telling you who you are, telling you who you're not, telling you what you should do. And it's all things that are contrary to, you know, what God has told you to do. I know I'm not by myself. <laughs> the enemy has been so intimidating. Listen, woo me. Listen, <laughs> the enemy has been so um, intimidating in this season, trying to be, because, you know, it, it just won't go. He could try everything. And then as long as we believe and we hold on dear until what God is saying, you know, we can get through this season, we get through our purpose. And the thing about that is the enemy doesn't know that he is basically telling us that we're close. If you are constantly being intimidated in your mind and, and you're going through in your mind, just take this as a way of the enemy telling you that you are close. 
if anything that you get from this, if you are being, you know, just, just constantly feel like you're being pressed in your mind and in your emotions, take this as an indicator that you are close. You are closer to the promise than you've ever been. Yep, definitely trying. Come on. You're definitely closer to the promise than you've ever been. 2022, I just believe it's just such a year and of alignment. And I've said that before, that a lot of us, if we had stayed, you know, in this place with God during the pandemic, you know, if we stayed in his face, you know, we kept our just intimacy with him. This year, we are so close to having everything that he has told us come to pass. I sincerely believe that with my heart. I mean, I just have such faith for this year that he's going to do something unusual, something supernatural. And I believe it starts with the women. Look at what's going on right now. You know, in the news, they just, we have a black woman uh, appointed to the Supreme Court. Listen, that's amazing. And I was listening to a woman of God, a prophet of God say that, you know, take this as a symbol of what God is doing. If he's doing that for her, imagine what he's going to do for all of us, right? So that's why this teaching is so important. I want to show you and tell you the schemes of the enemy has with the women, right? So let me get ahead, go ahead and start reading y'all. <laughs> uh, here we are talking about Eve once again. Yes. I so believe that Tuesday. I really do. <laughs> uh, here we are talking about Eve once again. Y'all, I mean, we back in the garden, y'all. As we learned in the previous blog, there is something about Eve. Eve was a precious jewel to God and still is. We are the descendants of Eve. And unfortunately, we are not absent of the repercussions that happened the day that Eve allowed the enemy to persuade her into eating the forbidden fruit. Y'all, we still, we are the descendants of Eve and we still have to face the repercussions. <laughs> the, the mistakes that were made in the garden, it changed our, the humanity and the relationship with God, you know, as far as as close as God wanted us to him. That is what happened. And it started with the woman, you know, and sometimes that just what led me to speaking about this. Like, why the woman? Why Eve? Why didn't the ser serpent, after all this time he was there, why didn't he go after Adam? You know, Adam was there. Adam was doing work for God. Why did he have to wait till the woman came along and try to deceive her? You know, try to 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 get her into these traps and, you know, we're going to go into it. Because I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you how much power that we have. Now, I use aloud because Eve gave the enemy permission to enter into her space. Y'all think about that. I'm going to read that again. Now, I use aloud because Eve gave the enemy permission to enter into her space. How many things have we given permission to, to enter into our space? Our most precious, holy space. Some things don't enter until we give permission for it to enter. We have that power to allow things to, you know, enter our space that will distract us, that will get us off of our course, 
right? We have that power to do that. We give permission for things. So think about that. The next thing that distracts you, um, that keeps you away from doing things that God told you to do, ask yourself, what am I giving permission to? You have the power to say no. You have the power to see what keeps your attention. So you have to think about that. What is distracting me? What am I allowing to distract me? Distractions just don't come happenstance and just be like, okay, I couldn't do this because I was distracted because we allowed it. We gave permission for things to distract us. So that gives us another level of accountability here. All right. She allowed the enemy to converse with her and gave permission for him to tell her what she knew was contrary to what her father instructed. Listen, when God tells us something and we do what's contrary, we know better. We know better. We give him permission. We give the enemy permission to take us off of track. So let me just continue reading. <laughs> Ladies, if we are honest with ourselves, we knew better. We knew better when we entered certain relationships, entertained certain conversations, and entered situationships. Sometimes all it takes is a conversation. All it took for Eve was a conversation to get her off of track. A conversation, which we take for granted and we say, oh, I'm just talking. Oh, I'm just having a conversation with this one. I'm having a conversation with that one. It has the power to really get you off of track. So we have to be careful of the conversations that we're entertaining, you know, situationships and relationships. It all starts with a conversation. Yep, that's it. A conversation. We have to be careful that we don't entertain every conversation. You know, social media is so easy to entertain conversations. You know, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, it's very easy to engage in these conversations that are in text, in print, right? That's what they are. Their conversations It's not just a audible, but it's also written. We have to make sure that we don't subscribe to these things. They get us off track. And sometimes it could be a trick of the enemy to get you off track. You could be scrolling for hours and have not written a thing. You have not completed a thing that God has told you to do. And this is the subtle things that the, the enemy does. So cunning, so sneaky. And we're going to get into that, right? So we always look in hindsight and have these awesome epiphanies that often go like this. Something told me not to do blah, 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 blah. Enter your situation here. So after I say that, enter your situation where you said something told me not to do whatever it was that you weren't supposed to do. We've all said that, right? Looking in hindsight, something told me not to do that. Something told me not to say that. Something told me not to go over there. We know what that something is. How many of you know what that something is? It is our father trying to pull us back to him and come into agreement with the instructions that was first given to us. So that something told me is the father pulling us back. And as, if you guys tuned in last time, I talked about how close that God made 
his mate, his daughters so close to him, you know, so close to him that if Adam didn't have a need for her, he would have kept her close, right? He only provided Eve to, to him, to Adam, was because there was a need. There was a need base. So any marriage, any relationship, friendship, is because there is a kingdom need for it. It's not for comfort. It's not for um, just to keep you company. No relationship is like that. Every relationship that you encounter, that you should encounter, is purposeful, right? That's why I don't believe in crossing paths. Either, you know, with anybody, either it's going to teach me something, I'm going to learn something, I'm going to I'm gonna get something out of it. I'm going to get something out of every relationship that I encounter. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's bad. You know, it could be great. It could be excellent. But I'm going to learn something. You know, this is all this free educational material that God gives us all the time, right? So that we can learn from it, so that we can grow from it. This is how God teaches us. And sometimes the enemy starts to throw stuff in there, but he doesn't know that God has made us to learn from it. <laughs> if we look to it right, if we take it to him right, take those distractions, take those things that are taking you away from him, and he will use it to teach you, right? So we know what that something is. We know that's the father pulling on us. If you didn't know, now you know now. Um, so I wonder what causes us to listen to a voice other than our father. You guys ever think about that? What causes us to listen to other people, to do other things, to go against our father's instructions? Could it be curiosity? You know, our, it's, uh, it's us as women. Are we that curious, Right. Let us look at the definition of curiosity. Y'all know I'm a word girl. <laughs> so we're going to look at that definition, not knowing him or his voice. That's right. That's, you know, we, yeah. And that's good because um, we listen to others because we don't know the voice of God. And that's the importance of, I mean, we were close. God pulled Eve, you know, because we're descendants of Eve. So close to God. I mean, so close, so close to his heart. And we didn't went through centuries and centuries of centuries of distractions that our his voice got like lost. Like we don't even know what our father sounds like anymore. But we know when we get into these situations and stuff. And like, it's like, I, like I said, that something told me not to do it. That's him pulling us back. Right. So let's look at the definition of curiosity. A strong desire to know or learn something. Eve was curious because this is what was built inside of her. She wants to learn. She always wants to know. Like, think about it. Us as women, we're always asking questions. We're always saying, why? What's going to happen? Why I got to do this? Why I got to go here? We're the ones always asking questions. And sometimes when we ask questions and get into those things, sometimes it takes us deeper than where we should go. Sometimes we need to not be so curious and, and rely on God. <laughs> We're just going through our own mental thing. And we just, because we have that strong desire to know that's innate, innate in us. 
that's built into us. That strong desire to know or learn something. Could we simply have such a desire to know and learn something that we are not able to discern whom is teaching us? See, that goes right into that not knowing God and his voice. I'll read that again. Could we simply have such a desire to know and learn something that we are not able to discern whom is teaching us? What's teaching y'all out there? What's teaching you how to carry yourself as a woman? What's teaching you how to raise your, your children? What is teaching women right now? Right now, I'm seeing, you know, a lot of TikToks and stuff going on, raising, raising women, <laughs> young women. I'm seeing videos. I'm seeing women, you know, just, just dressed up. I'm seeing um, just women not wanting to be dressed modest, you know, anymore. Teaching, you know, teach, teaching. We're teaching each other. We don't know that we're doing that. But we're listening to the enemy telling us that this is the way, some kind of way. You know, if you understand what I'm saying. The enemy is trying to teach us to be other than what God has created us to be. And that's how he's teaching us. He's exploiting. We're exploiting ourselves. We're, we're learning how to exploit ourselves because we feel like we're trying to get maybe attention of men or attention of the world. And that's not how God has made us. So we're learning, you know, we're, we're learning from another teacher that's not him. All right. Who is teaching us these things we know now? Is it God or the enemy? So think about it. Who is teaching you how to be who you are as a woman? Who is teaching you? Think about it. What's telling you how to dress? What's telling you how to speak to people? Let me read this comment. Uh, yes, that is so accurate. And based on how the teaching is delivered or packaged, more appealing to us, that's what we go with. That's it. Our curiosity, our, our need to know, you know, so how is packaged? You know, we want, we want things that are attractive and nice and you know, things like that. What is teaching us? Oh, that is something that we should take with us today. <laughs> that is such a thing to ponder and to think about. How, what is teaching you how to be a woman? If it's outside of God, you may want to reconsider. You know, there women, God does use wise women to teach you. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn and somebody should teach you how to carry yourself as a woman. But if YouTube is teaching you, if TikTok is teaching you, these music videos are teaching you, you know, all I'm seeing nowadays, I'm sorry, I might get on my soapbox right now. All I'm seeing is just a lot of, I mean, lace fronts. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of just how to apply your make makeup right. Um, how to do this, how to do that, you know, eyelashes, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to do something for yourself. So I'm not talking about that, but is that all that we have that tells us like, really, are you, you're not a woman unless you wear this. You're not a woman unless you put this on. 
You're not a woman unless you look like this. Like, what are we listening to? <laughs> Hollywood Housewives, a couple. <laughs> yes. I, and you know what? I stopped watching that ratchet, ratchet. I can't even say it. I stopped watching that ratchet stuff. Hollywood Housewives and Real Housewives. I stopped watching that because. We are all not exempt. That poisons our minds and training us like this is how we should be. This is how our attitudes should be. This is how we should carry ourselves as women. You know, then that then before you know it, you start talking like them. You start thinking it's all right, you know, to have this attitude about yourself, to dress a certain way. You know, you just think, oh, I, I, I can't make it unless I look like these women on TV. That is not how God has made you. Who is teaching you? Who is teaching you? Is God teaching you? What does the word of God say about how a daughter should be? You want to be entertained. Let's see. You want to be entertained, not realizing we are being tainted. Oh! Oh, that is so good, Tuesday. We want to be entertained. I realize we are being tainted, tainted, little by little by little. And then when we don't look like that and we see that that, that is getting so much attention, then that makes us think less of ourselves. But we have never asked God how he has designed, how he wants his daughters to look, how he wants his daughters to talk, right? How he wants his daughters to pray how he wants his daughters to run businesses, how he wants his daughters to appear, you know, to people, how he wants his daughters to love. Like who is teaching us that? Cause I don't see much of that. You know, I, I really don't see much of that. And I think it's such a, that's why it's such a need for mentorship and like godly mentorship in this time. And that's why, you know, I'm going to open up with my, um, you know, um, uh, mentorship and pouring in because God told me it's time for me to pour, you know, because we got so many other teachers out there derailing us from being daughters, true daughters of God, right? And not only women, you know, he's also equipped me to, to, to speak to men, to speak to young men. So I thank God for that, that I could be able to reach men. Another word, Miss Relinda, you're not a woman unless you put this on. We have to be aware of what we are putting on and wearing up on ourselves. This is confirmation. Oh, thank God. Praise God. I'm so glad. I told y'all, Emotion Monday, this could be confirmation for someone. Yup, you're not a woman unless you put this on. Like there's this thing, like I, I'm getting on my soapbox a little bit because it stirs me. You know, this thing about eyelashes. You know, I would see, I would see memes that say, you know, you, your eye, you look terrible if you ain't got no eyelashes on. I have just a little bit of eyelashes, but guess what? God gave me these eyelashes and I'm going to work them, right? <laughs> I'm going to be happy for my eyelashes. And just to give you guys even another tidbit, that's why I cut all my hair off. I got a wig on y'all. I could be versatile. I just didn't have time to curl in this stuff. But I have a wig on now, but I know this doesn't make me who I am. I can go out of the house without a wig. 
it don't take nothing for me to put a turban on. It don't take nothing for me to, 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 to have, you know, my natural hair. Nothing. It don't take nothing for me to go out in my natural state. And I mean, it look, it'll look decent, but you, it takes nothing for me to go out with my natural hair. And I cut my hair off on purpose because I want to be all that God has made me to be in my natural state there is no imperfection in how god has made me even even with my hair my hair is perfectly exactly how he has designed it to be curly kinky he's made my hair that way you know thank god that us as women we have versatility it's good to be versatile but don't make that who you are that's a quote right there. It's good to be versatile, but don't make that thing, don't make that versatility make make you who you are. Like, I, I don't know what to do without my weave. I don't know what to do without a wig. I don't know what to do without my eyelashes, girl. I can't let nobody see me without my eyelashes. I can't let nobody see me without no lipstick on. Don't be that, because that's not how God designed us to be. We are perfectly and fearfully, we are perfectly fearfully made right i'm sorry i got on my soapbox a little bit because this is something that we need to know this is the enemy this is not a preference or this is the enemy the enemy is all in media all in social media telling us how we should be the word of god tells us how we should be as women you know morally so and what you do in the inside you don't understand how beautiful you'll look to everybody else when you embody the the uh, morals and the things of God inside of you. You don't understand how beautiful you will look, how beautiful you will appear, you know, to other people. That's it. That's it. If we can't be naked, our true selves in front of others, I know we're not be being naked in front of God. Come on here. And that's that one thing, you know, even after Eve, you know, oh, and I'm not even reading this blog. I'm just sitting there talking, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to get into that about, you know, that time where, you know, Adam and Eve, they discovered that they were naked all of this time. And it's like, but God, we were already naked in front, and it was okay. But after they ate that fruit, they didn't want, they no longer wanted to be naked in front of each other and in front of God. Like they had to cover up, cover up in front of God. Okay, but God wants you to be naked. You know, he wants you to be naked, everything. He wants, he wants to see everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, oh, I got off this blog, y'all. This is good. Um, so who is, I got stuck on who is teaching us. That's a word. I promise you that is a word that is, it's a wind on that. Who is teaching us the things we know now? Is it God or the enemy? In scripture, Genesis chapter three, one through six, the Bible starts out by describing how cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God has made. Wait, by describing how cunning the enemy 
of all the wild animals that the Lord God has made. Like the enemy was the most cunning thing above the animals. But look, I find it funny that even though the serpent was cunning, it still had the mentality of an animal above all the animals. Like in the Bible, it equivalated the enemy still to an animal, no matter how smart, no matter how cunning he was. He is. <laughs> He's still an animal. Simply carnal. Cares nothing about our soul. Cares nothing about your soul. Carnal. Whatever pleases the flesh, whatever is fleshly, is the enemy. There is nothing good in our flesh. Nothing. And that's what the enemy simply harps on and tries to get us off our square is he messes with our flesh, right? So seeking only what would desire the flesh. We have to be careful of following directions and allowing people with these animal char characteristics to teach us as daughters of God. Whew. Let me read that again. We have to be careful of following directions and allowing people with these animal characteristics to teach us as daughters of God. Like I said, who's teaching you? Things that are carnal are teaching us if we're not careful, right? Like I said, the media, the magazines, the uh, YouTubes, the everything, the memes, whatever it is, is teaching us how to be carnal right? Not daughters of God, teaching us how to be carnal. Woo, I believe the serpent already identified Eve as a portal of some sort. See, the enemy had already identified as Eve, because my thing is, Eve came, I mean, the serpent came after Eve. Like, why aren't you talking to Adam over there? Why you ain't talking to Adam? You gonna come to me and talk. So I believe the serpent already identified Eve as a porter of some sort. She was the door to life. Do y'all believe that? Eve was the door to life. We as women are the door to life. He knew that the life had to come from her body. He knew that life had to come from her body. Men can't have babies. Men can't birth anything we it comes it has to come through us even in the spirit even when we um you know travail it has to come through us that's why in the bible they call forth the travailing women we bring stuff forth right anything brought to this earth from now on had to come through her so eve you know her being the mother Eve, I think even, um, I think Eve, and, and I don't, I, I didn't do the research on that, but I know it for a fact. I think Eve even means life, right? She bears life. So he knew that everything had to come through her, right? If he couldn't stop it from coming through her, he sure will find ways to pervert it before its arrival. How cunning. Even if he can't stop nothing from coming forth, the enemy will definitely try to pervert it. And I didn't want to get too deep into this last time because I wanted to talk about it here. And this point about 
you know, about Eve being the portal of life, the door. You do know that Eve is a representation of the church. And the fact that, I mean, you just think about it. The fact that she let the enemy in her door, you know, it perverted the intent and how God, I mean, think about it even, I don't even want to go here, but even like with churches, how churches are nowadays, churches aren't exactly how God has intended it. That's why right now God is pretty much judging the church because the enemy crept in it, crept in her. The, we, the church, her, the bride, allowed a serpent to come through the door. <laughs> right? So Eve allowed the serpent to come through her door. The church births things. The church birthed the, the, the you know, this is where you get born again. This is where you get born again <laughs> through the body of Christ, through church. So I just wanted to throw that in there because this is how God, that's why it's so important. That's why Eve was so important. That's why we are so important. We are the descendants and we can't let anything come, allow it, give permission to come in and pervert whatever God is trying to birth through us. It's that serious. It's that serious. We got to take our rightful place. We got to get our minds back from the enemy. We got to snatch it back from the hands of the enemy telling us how to be. No, 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 no. Don't let the enemy teach you. Don't listen to how he's telling you you should be. Right? <laughs> Imagine what God has placed inside of you to birth, whether it's, it's, to be, it's to be natural or spiritual, and what lengths the enemy would do to stop it from coming forth. Listen, that's why I believe, like I said from the beginning, women are highly attacked because we birth, we bring things forth, even in the spiritual realm. We bring it forth. It has to come through us, right? The Bible then goes on to state the half-truth that the serpent tells Eve. No, you will not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you get, get it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Eve being the daughter, Eve being the daughter, who, want, who wouldn't want to be like their father? So I looked at it like that. I looked at it weird like that. You know, she's listening to this enemy because she has such a thirst to learn and be educated. So she's really not, she's kind of naive in that sense. And she she's so close to her father, you know, because of how she just came out into the earth. Well, what's wrong with that? I do want to be like my father. You know, I want to have attributes like my father. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with me listening to this? Telling me, hey, if you eat this, <laughs> you'll be like your father. So having attributes like her father, making correct choices like her father. Out of curiosity, Eve fell for the okie doke. 
Did Eve even know what death was? Did she even know what that was? She allowed the wrong thing to twist up what her father said. How many of us have allowed the wrong thing to twist our minds up into what God told us who we were, who we are? We opened up our door and let something tell us, like twisted our minds up and told us, oh no, God didn't tell you to be like this. God didn't tell you to do that. God didn't tell you to be holy. You know, he didn't, he didn't tell you to be all the way, you know, uh, to, to, he didn't tell you to, to keep your, your, your body all the way pure. It's all right. If you go ahead and go, go over there with that man and whatever, you know, God, God, it's okay. It's not going to mess up your destiny. It's not going to, no. Then here we come with these generational bloodline curses. Because we went ahead and listened to the enemy saying, it's okay. Have a little fun. You'll be all right. Mm -mm. <sighs> so again, did Eve even know what death was? She allowed the wrong thing to twist up what her father said. When God spoke of death, he meant death of her spirit. She would be separated from her father. The enemy applied the flesh, but he knew if he could kill her spirit, God may, may want to do away with this most precious jewel. So the enemy was stupid. He thought because they made that mistake, even Adam that he was going to do away with what he created because he was kicked out, you know? And that wasn't, that wasn't it because God still had plans for that, right? He wasn't going to throw away Eve. He wasn't going to throw away Adam. He's not going to throw you away. Can I remind somebody of that? Because you made a mistake, because you may have listened to the enemy, he's not going to throw you away. Somebody needed to hear that. He's not throwing you away. He's not withholding any promises from you. He's not withholding anything because of your mistake. He's not withholding anything because you chose to listen to the enemy. God's promises are, are sure. His promises, they stand. Right? He doesn't go. He's a promise keeper. He's not going to go and draw back on his promises. His promises are sure to you. I don't know who needs to hear that. And I, I'm feeling it in my spirit. God is not going to draw back his promise from you. Just because you chose to listen to the enemy. Amen. Ah. He's not going to throw you away. You're, you're his jewel. You're too close to God's heart. For him to throw you away. I, I just want to stay here for a while. Somebody need to hear that. Because you may be in a situation where you feel that you've been forgotten. In a situation where you feel that God has thrown you away. That anything that he had for you, 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 you threw it away because of a choice. Because you chose to listen to somebody else. You chose to go another path. You just think all is lost. 
even though that there are repercussions of your choices that does not exit you out of the promises of God. He cares about his daughter so much that he's not. I mean, humanity as a whole, but like I said, there's something about daughters. There's something about Eve. <laughs> Y'all, the Holy Ghost is stirring me up here, messing me up. There's something about Eve. There's something about you that he wants to preserve. There's something about you. You may not feel that you're 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 pure and you're pure in God's eyes. You're pure in God's eyes and you're worthy of the promise. You're worthy of what he told you that you could have. You're worthy of it. You're you're worthy of it. You're worthy of it. Somebody needs to hear that. You're worthy of it. I'm, I'm staying here. Just you're worthy of it. Keep saying that to yourself. Keep saying that to yourself. No matter how many, I'm not going to beat myself up on the mistakes and choices that I've made. I'm not even going to be mad at the enemy for telling me that's his job. That's his job. He's on his job 24 <laughs> seven. Use it as an education. Do better. Right? Just learn. Just learn from it. That's what God wants you to do. He wants you to learn from these things, these trials. They're not going to set you back for long. Right? Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Uh, she allowed the wrong thing to twist up. Her father said, uh, oh, Jesus. He meant death of her spirit. She be she would be separated from her father. The enemy implied the flesh, but he knew he could kill her spirit. God may want to do away with his most precious jewel. After Eve ate some of the fruit, she gave some to her husband, Adam, and he ate the fruit as well. How influential Eve was to her husband. For the wives that feel that you may have little power or in your marriage where you feel like you're not heard, you know, you're not respected, you have no idea how much influence you have in your marriage, you know, good or bad. See, in this instance, Eve influenced her husband to eat this fruit that God told not to eat. Yes, he is the head but we are the influence. <laughs> the wife is the influence in the house. I read that when I read that, I was like, wow, Eve has some influence, y'all. Eve has some pull. That's why, oh, I don't want to get into this because this, I, this is about the evolution of Eve and everything else. I want to talk about Eve throughout the, with the women in the Bible. But Eve had influence. That's why, it was so easy for the enemy to attack women with this manipulative spirit, with this Jezebel spirit, right? I'm telling you, because of the influence that women have. Um, how influential Eve was to her husband. How influential we are to those that are around us. Women naturally draws attention. So... To feel like we're going to go back to the makeup thing again, the hair thing again, 
even if you didn't have that, I guarantee you that because you are a woman, you will naturally draw attention. Do you believe that? You could go into a store, you can go in smiling, you know, talking. You will draw attention because you are a woman. You are a woman. You're going to draw attention anywhere you go. Which I believe is why we as women have such a gift to communicate and express ourselves. That's right. That's right, Tuesday. The wife is the neck. Their influence can make the husband turn to and to or from the things of God. That, that is it. That's it. All in a nutshell. No, we may not be the one making the decisions, but we have influence. That neck. That head ain't nothing without that neck. <laughs> nothing. If the neck is not there, the head is just going to be just like this, like <laughs> just sitting on the shoulders, head and shoulders, y'all. <laughs> Can't move. Can't turn nowhere without the woman. Look at that. Nobody thinks about the neck until it's time to turn somewhere. Like, man, I wish I had a neck. I'm so silly. <laughs> I'm so silly. But that is so true. Um, You know, like I said, I believe is why we as women have such a gift to communicate and express ourselves. So what am I saying regarding Eve and the enemy? Right? What am I saying about Eve and the enemy? <laughs> um, The enemy. Never breaks into an empty home. Y'all, we solid. We got some things in us that the enemy hates that we have. All right? He never breaks into an empty home. It has to be something of value that we have that he wants to attack us so hard. He started off from the jump. He was barely, barely there. After that scripture where Adam said, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Next scripture. Here comes, here comes the serpent. Here comes the enemy right in Eve's ear. She fresh. Ain't been here but a hot minute. And he couldn't wait to get in her ear. <laughs> um, the enemy never breaks into an empty home. Us women are valuable and it should never be taken for granted what we carry, and what we are capable of. Y'all, if you understand the power that a woman has, we are some powerful beings, y'all. You don't understand. Y'all don't understand how powerful we are. I mean, that's why when we pray, it's powerful. Because we're so close to God's heart. When we pray, he, it's like he just zones into us. Think about how Jesus was with the women in the Bible. It seems like that he was always so close to them, right? He was always trying to make them better, to help them, and, and was okay with even how emotional they were, right? So he really does have an ear to us when we pray. Um. Us women are valuable and should never be taken for granted what we carry and what we are capable of. We bear life, not only naturally, but spiritually. When we travail, we can open doors and birth things in the spirit. God has made us that important. 
in so much that he calls the church his bride. Wisdom is also referred to as female. If there is anything that you don't remember, remember this. You are precious. You have influence. You are valuable. You are needed. You are a threat to the enemy. Just letting you know now in this season, we are a threat to the enemy. Be careful what and who you entertain. Seek God in everything that you do and entertain. When I tell y'all, seek everything. The devil is cunning right now in this season because there is so much that has to be birthed out into the world. There is so much that needs to be birthed for this new move, this new wave that he's stirring up. It's already starting now. This wave is, is picking up speed is picking up momentum where it's a lot of us that are getting ready to birth something that's going to shift shift the nation shift it's going to shift and he's trying to come at us full force i'm just this is a clarion warning call he's trying to come at us come at the women full force hold dear and never compromise God's directions and purposes for your life. Don't compromise. Never compromise God's directions. He said what he said. That's my favorite thing to say. He said what he said. So never compromise that. You have purpose. All right? So that's my blog, y'all. I had, this was good. This was really good to me. Because we need to know. We need to know that we're a force to be reckoned with. We need to know. <laughs> yes. I feel it too. Listen, we need to know that we are a force to be reckoned with. But first, we have to know who we are. We have to be confident in who we are. We have to be okay with who we are. We have to be proud of who we are. Right? Amen. We have to be proud of who we are. Hallelujah. We have to know, this is the time, if you don't know your purpose, if you don't know how God has, what has he has called you, it's time to go to God in prayer and ask him, God, what, what, what have you made me to be? What are my instructions in this season, Right? Because I don't want to be distracted by the enemy anymore. I don't want to be swayed here and there by social media that's making me feel less than. We should be tired of that. <laughs> we should be tired of that. Telling us that we're not good enough. Telling us we need to do this and we need to do that. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, empowerment and, and everything else. Because I feel like that this is empowerment. Right? empowerment for women is telling uh, just really just seeking how god wants us to be oh thank you praise god it, it definitely it is we need to we need to come up and we need to not be distracted by the enemy in uh, the lies the deception and i just feel like i want to pray just right now <laughs> and i'm just gonna probably just go ahead i'm gonna not fight the spirit i've been fighting the spirit right reading this but I'm just going to go ahead and pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. 
Lord, we honor and we give you praise, God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this word that you have delivered, God. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. For your spirit resting, God. Hallelujah. In this place, God. We thank you for resting, God, on these women that have tuned in and the women that will tune in, God. Father, we ask, oh God, hallelujah, that you cut off, Father God, every God deceptive word, hallelujah, of the enemy off of their ears and off of their life, God, in the name of Jesus, God, hallelujah. Father, we ask, oh God, that you teach the women, God, to take, oh Father God, ownership, Father, of the promise that you have promised them, God, in the name of Jesus. Let them not get lost, God. Let them not get lost, Father God, in the hustle, hustle and bustle of social media. How oh, God, in the confusion, oh Father God, how you the, the confusion, oh God, of television and, and what they want women to portray and what they want them to be, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, we don't want to be carbon copies of anything that you have made, God. Father, we want to be the, or, the origin and the original makings of how you have made women to be, God. We want to be the true God, powerhouses, Father God, that you have made us to be, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we need your power. We need your anointing God. And we ask, oh God, that you anoint these women afresh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask, oh God, that you wash away, God, any shame, any hurt, God, off of their lives, God, in the name of Jesus that is preventing them, Father, from seeing themselves how you see them, Father. In the name of Jesus, guide their footsteps, God. Guide, oh God. Huh? Guide them, Father God, in the plans, Father, that you have for them, God. Father God, let them know that they are indeed precious, God. That they are a treasure, Father. Oh God, we need our women to roar in this season, Father. Roar, God. Speak up, God. In the name of Jesus, God. Communicate, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father. You have made women, oh Father God, to be the fragrance and refreshment to every point of government. Hallelujah. In this nation, God, for every point, oh, Father God. Hallelujah, Jesus. In this world, Father, you have appointed women to be the fragrance, God, of every house, God. You have anointed, God, every woman to be the fragrance for God, for every marriage of their and in their household, God. Father God, let them be, Father. Hallelujah. Nurturers to their children, God. Healing agents for their children, God. In the name of Jesus, God, hallelujah, that they may be raising, Father, hallelujah, royalty in their household, God, in the name of Jesus, God, hallelujah, return the power, God, back, oh, Father God, unto them in their hands, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, oh, God, let them seek you in prayer like never before, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, let them not, oh, God, have the enemy whisper in their ears that their prayers are worthless, that their prayers are not reaching your ears, that their prayers. Hallelujah, Jesus. Do not sound, oh God, like it will do what you have called it to be, God. Father, every prayer that they have prayed over their families, every prayer that they have prayed upon themselves, oh God, that it will come to pass, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, we ask, oh God, that you restore self-esteem back to your women, God. Give them self-esteem about themselves, Father. Let them know that they are the most beautiful thing that will come in the room, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that they are perfectly made the way they are, God, in the name 
name of Jesus, God, that they do not have to alter their bodies. Haya, we come against, oh God, the alterations of their temples, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus, we come against the cutting of our bodies. In the name of Jesus, God, oh God, purify us, God. Let us know that we are enough, God, because you have made us, God, perfectly for how and where that you want us to go, God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that this helps and pushes push women, Father, to seek you for every direction, God, in the name of Jesus. We come against that enemy, the whispers, the torturing, the, the whispers at night, God, and the deception of plans and the distractions, Father, that you have sent, huh? We come against every imp, God. Hallelujah. We come against every, oh God, witch, oh God, that may come and distract them, God. We come against any deceptive relationships and friendships, God, that come to deceive and, 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 and have deception, God, and cause chaos, Father, in their lives, Father in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this time of impartation. I thank you for this time of teaching, God. And Father, I pray that this will cause a hunger to look deep inside your word and learn your intent for Eve, your in intent for Eve, your intent for the women of God. Father God, may we hold up our heads high, Father God, and be the queens that you have made us to be, God. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you. We honor and we give you praise. Amen. I thank y'all. I had to get that prayer out. I feel light now. So I thank you guys for tuning in. This was so good. And now I'm feeling why I had that um, push. Like I had to push tonight, y'all. Like I was tired all of a sudden. Whew, I was tired. I It took a lot for me to get on here. That's why I was kind of late too. So I thank God that it was needed. It's out <laughs> in the name of Jesus. So I thank you guys for tuning in. You know, if you have an opportunity, go and read the blog. I'm just going to do my little disclaimers here. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I do go live on that as well. So as it's going live now, it's also on YouTube live as well. And you can get notifications when you hit the bell. Um, you can follow me on Instagram as well. You'll see quotes and look, get a little peek of my life. I put like little stuff on there. Um, you can email me at the Relinda McCoy at the pfme.com. Um, also, I forgot that I tape on here and of course my podcast audience. So Instagram is Relinda C. McCoy. Um, you can also subscribe to the podcast. Uh, sometimes I drop episodes on there and don't announce all the time. Like right now, I have that episode Milk and Milk and Bottles on there. I didn't do any promo for that. I just uploaded it and, and went about my day. Because we are in, I think this is episode 71. There are 71 episodes of the Psalms of My Emotions podcast currently available. 70, 71. I can't believe that. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Um, also, you can purchase the Psalms of My Emotions book. It's on Amazon.com. It has my face on the front. You know, it looks like I'm crying gold tears. <laughs> That's me. You can purchase that at Amazon. I think it's on Barnes & Noble. If you Google it, it'll probably pop up. Sometimes it's on places I don't think, I don't remember where it's at. <laughs> but it, it, it pops up. 
Um, also follow me on TikTok for sonnets and bonnets. Y'all, I got this poem. I did do a poem and I'm trying to do some kind of like movie thing with it. So stay tuned for that. I did it about winter, but God is included in that. It's just so hard for me to release my poetry. This is just crazy. Uh, <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, I won't be on just to let you guys know next Monday for Valentine's Day. Um, I don't have a date or anything. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, just figure everyone has things to do, you know, um, things to attend to, dinners and, and everything to attend to. So I just didn't want to uh, occupy someone's day. And plus, I like to relax on that day, even if it's just for me, you know, or whatever. So share this if you want. Um, somebody that needed that you, they need to know their value as a woman. I really do. You know, this, I think this probably will help because I was talking to somebody. I don't even know who I was talking to, you know, just about knowing your value, knowing your value and who are, who is teaching you? Hey, y'all take that back with you. Who is teaching you how to be what only God should be teaching you how God wants you to be. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in and I'm just going to go ahead and log off for the night and I will see you guys later. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>